The following program contains language and subject matter that you may consider unsuitable for children. Parental discretion is advised. Greetings, Earthlings. This is Captain Smellsogood of the Starship Smelly Prize with my international co-host, Sayonai. And when we're not soaring through the cosmos looking for alien chicks, we're hanging out in the nuttiest head on and off the internet. That is the shackles head. Are we ready to blast off? You are about to enter a new dimension in What the heck happened last night? Hang on to your hats because you're about to go on a heck of a ride through time, space, and the multiverse. How do I reach these keys? Atlanta, Georgia, Greensboro, North Carolina, Charlotte, North Carolina, Chicago, Tampa, Florida, Miami, Dallas, Texas. I don't care where the city is. How do I reach these gigs? And with all the high-tech gizmos these days? The biggest trick the Jackal ever pulled was to convince the world that he doesn't exist. I reach these gigs. The Jackal. The Jackal's Head here on PSN Radio and SoFlow Radio. Another exciting Sunday here on uh, radio, and uh, a lot has happened over the last uh, few days. We're going to get on with uh, a couple of news items that I, I really want to talk about. But I also want to tell everybody that I'm going to have a guest on tonight, which is a good friend of mine and somebody who I haven't actually uh, talked to in a while. Mr. Dennis Crenshaw is going to be on the show tonight, so... First off and foremost, I want to th- I want to say thank you to Dennis for being a guest on tonight on Inside the Jackal's Head, and he's going to be with us uh, 25 after. And uh, if you guys don't remember Dennis Crenshaw, what the hell have you been smoking? He is uh, one of the original hosts on Unraveling the Secrets, one of the original members of uh, the Soup Media Network, PSN Radio, and all the stuff we have here. Uh, so I want to welcome him back. He's going to be on the show, like I said, 25 after, and I haven't talked to him on radio in a long time. He is, of course, the official Hollow Earth Insider. And uh, I always love picking his brain about the stuff that's going on in the world of paranormal. As you know, we're going hard this year in 2013. Now that I have returned from my hiatus, my little trip to the netherworld, as I would say, the time I was off from PSN Radio, as some would say, my close to retirement stage, because some people was predicting that I was going to leave radio, but it's not happening. But during that time, uh, you know, a lot of stuff has happened, and Dennis has been capturing all that stuff on his website, The Hollow Earth Insider. And uh, if you guys know anything about Soup Media Network, Hollow Earth Insider is like our CNN. Uh, basically, all the stuff that happens in the world of the paranormal is on that site, and it's on the main website of uh, Soup Media Network. So, anyway, that's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of stuff to cover in the news, man. It's been crazy 
the last few days. Of course, we have to deal with stuff here in Miami, which doesn't really bother the the rest of the country, but something that you know happened here last night that really just uh, made a lot of grown men cry. I know I, I was close to tears myself. Uh, that's right, Miami Heat lost ninety one to seventy seven to the Pacers in Game Six, and Roy Hilbert had twenty four points. I want I I, I want to be a sniper one day and just start going crazy on the Pacers, man. These guys are driving me crazy. And I'll tell you what, they're a very, very, very talented basketball team. But uh, Roy Hibbert scored 24 points and 11 rebounds. Paul George finished with 28 points. The Indiana Pacers uh, forced a deciding Game 7 of the Eastern Conference Finals with a 91-77 victory over my boys, the Miami Heat, last night on Saturday. LeBron James scored 29 points. And for defending the NBA champions who you know will host now Game 7 on Monday, Dwayne Wade has limited just to 10 points as he and Chris Bosh struggled again. And if they lose tomorrow, I can guarantee you all the sports radio. And, you know, I dabble in sports radio. I have a lot of friends over in uh, 560 QAM. Shout out to Steve White and them. And uh, my boy Danny Garcia, who's also a radio vet. Uh, you know, a lot of guys uh, here also that listen in through SoFlo Radio uh, know that George uh, goes back with uh, sports radio and stuff. And, you know, I'm big on sports radio. I'm big into it anyway. Uh, but if they, if they lose Tomorrow night, if the Miami Heat lose tomorrow night, I guarantee you that all the stations are going to, you know, from Dan Libertar to 560, all of them, they're all going to be talking about trading Dwayne Wade, trading Chris Bosh, who could what he, who could we get rid of uh, through amnesty, uh, this and that, and it's just going to be negative talk for the next five months. So I hope to God that they win, not just because I'm a fan and I want to see them win the championship, uh, but because I think it would be, uh, you know, fitting for them to go ahead and win another championship. Uh, so, you know, th- that's why they got together, man, to try to win multiple championships. So it would kind of suck if they only win one together. And, of course, there's always the- there's been that talk already from the very beginning that they might break the team up after a year or two, which if they do that, that would be ridiculous. Just, you know, check this out. If-, if they break this team up, we're talking about a team now that in three years have gone to the championship three times and would have well, gone to the finals at least three times into the championship twice. If they lose this year, so that's not bad. I mean, they're, they've been very successful. If that's what happens, if they don't, if they don't go all the way this year. Now, of course, if they do go all the way this year, I think there's no chance in hell they'll trade anybody. But I'll tell you what, man. After watching the game yesterday and being a fan of the Heat and watching them all year, I could guarantee you that um, Dwayne Wade is definitely not playing, uh, you know, 100, percent and he's not playing healthy at all. I mean, his shots are just not going in. Anybody who's watching that game, it has to feel bad for Dwayne. I mean, any Miami Heat fan uh, at all who's been watching the games has to, has to feel bad for this guy. He's definitely playing through injury. And, you know, a lot of people are criticizing him on the radio, and it really isn't fair. It really is not fair at all. The guy has done a lot of stuff for uh, this community here in Miami, and I would hope that uh, people would be a little bit more lenient to Dwayne Wade. But if you listen to some of the sports talk radio, man, it's ridiculous. Some of, the, some of the callers just want to take this guy's head off. And honestly, he's really done nothing but been an ambassador for the Miami Heat. So, you know, I, I hope for everybody's sake involved that he that they come out tomorrow and just uh, destroy the Pacers. And it's a good chance that they can blow the Pacers out. There really is a very good chance. The Heat have that kind of firepower when they're all clicking. The problem is, uh, again, Dwayne Wade is not healthy and... Bosch is somewhere on the show lost. I mean, he's just lost somewhere out there. He's he's nowhere to be found. He really is. You know, he's just he's disappeared in this series. 
uh, you know, the only ray of light that we had on the game last night was when uh, Miller stepped in for a couple minutes and had a few three-pointers. That's it. That's it. That's about it. The rest, I thought at one point that we weren't even going to score 70 points. That's how bad it was. So, yeah, a lot of grown men down in Miami were crying last night at my day job, which I do have a day job. Everybody was just, uh, you know, sobbing all day. Oh, the Miami Heat. Oh, the Miami Heat. You stupid, ignorant <sighs> son of a bitch, dumb bastard. I tell you what. Jesus though. Christ, I met some dumb bastards in my time, but you. I'll tell you what, if this team does lose, it's going to be a, a hell of a crazy atmosphere. Around here for the next few months It really really is And I don't want to be Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh If this team loses uh, On Tuesday I don't want to be Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh The day after Like I just don't want to be them uh, Let me see On much sadder news And I, I gotta play uh, an audio here. Much, much sadder news I'm sure you guys recognize this music Right? All in the family. Gene Stapleton is dead. Now, if you guys are not familiar with Gene Stapleton, she played Archie Bunker's wife, Edith, on the TV series All in the Family. She passed away on May 31st in New York. She was 90 years old. Now, according to the uh, Chicago Tribune, Stapleton's family announced that she died of natural causes. Stapleton, who won an Emmy for her work on All in the Family, reports uh, TMZ that she was nominated for two additional Emmy awards uh, and also uh, won a bunch of uh, some other, uh, let's see, Eleanor Roosevelt Award in 1982. Uh, great um, actress, I mean, uh, a legendary actress. Uh, Jean Stapleton, man, I thought she had actually died years ago. Honestly, I mean, you know, she acted for more than 60 years and is in hundreds of roles. I thought she was dead like 10 years ago. Uh, hey, she made it to 90. We all wish we could make it to 90, right? But uh, let's see, none, you know, none of her roles, and now, she, mind you, she's been in hundreds of roles, a lot of roles, uh, but none of her roles were better or made her better known than the one of uh, Edith Bunker. Stempleton was born in New York in 1923. And started acting in the 40s She kept acting all through the 90s Giving uh, some great performances Like the movie Michael With John Travolta So Rest in peace To Edith Bunker You know Now her and Archie are in the sky And Saying some more racist shit Up there You know Hey Am I, am I lying? Was it not Was Archie not racist? Alright thank you Speaking of idiots Alan West is back in the news And <laughs> I know he's a, he's a favorite of Republicans, and Alan West uh, had this to say about President Obama and about the possible impeachment of President Obama. Check this out. And this is something I'm going to ask and talk about with Dennis Crenshaw later when I have him on the show, because I know he's deep into the conspiracies, uh, especially the Obama stuff, and uh, we're going to hit that hard tonight when when we have Dennis on. But check out what this uh, this dude, Alan West, had yeah, to uh, say. Congressman Radel got in a little bit of trouble because he said that all options should be on the table. Uh, if considering impeachment, mm-hmm. uh, he got a lot of grief, not so much from the left, but from establishment. He was two weeks into into his term, and he said that he didn't say he wasn't for impeachment, but he said everything should be on the table. Well, absolutely right, and I think that when you look at the fact that you have a president of the United States of America that two weeks after the uh, the whole Benghazi incident, he's still going out talking about a video. He did so on Univision. 
He did so at the United Nations. As a matter of fact, he was, once again, that indignation mm -hmm. that he has, you know, talking about how, you know, we're better than this and, and no one should defame, you know, Muhammad and, and, you know, just castigating everything against this video. We knew that that was not the case. He knew that that was not the case. You know, when you have an ambassador that we now know makes the call to Mr. Hicks, his deputy, say, we're under attack. The bottom line is that we did something that is the most heinous thing that could ever happen. We abandoned Americans while they were under attack. And, uh, you know, that's right up there to ask someone to, maybe you should not be the president. Guess what? Richard Nixon stepped down over breaking the name. Now, here's the question. What do you think? And, you know, Dennis, feel free to answer this when you get on the show later. And anybody who wants to call in, by the way, do so. 786-245-8127 is the call-in number. Website, again, is psn-radio.com. If you guys want to, you know, call in and drop your two cents on this particular topic, uh, you know, what would a, a Republican president would have done? I mean, you know, he, the president acted as any other president would have acted in that situation. Let's be realistic. But you know what? We all have our opinions on that matter, and I want to get Dennis's opinion. I want to get your opinion. So whatever you think, please call in and let me know. I mean, honestly, you know, Alan West has gone through the news now. He's he's a Republican. He's look, he's an African American Republican, and he's been notorious for you know trying to bash Obama since Obama came out to uh, to run for president. So he's already has a history of being that guy who wants to like bring the president down. So there is that behind. This guy, Alan West. Now, maybe he's jealous that he's not the the first black president of the United States. I don't know. Maybe that's why he's going after Obama so hard. Maybe he's trying to earn that spot with the Republicans. Who knows? But still, it's weird that they always catch this guy and they always put him on the news saying something. And it's always negative about the president. Now, do you guys remember when Bush was in office? It wasn't that long ago. It was only a few years ago. But do you remember how all the news outlets were also, you know, they were all also negative towards Bush, right? You know, all the stuff that they say now about Obama? They, weren't they talking all this same junk when Bush was in office? I mean, wasn't that the case? I remember it being the case. I remember people bashing Bush. And when Clinton was in office, they did the same thing. So it's a pattern. And this guy is, you know, make, taking it upon himself to be the guy who bashes President Obama. But again, if you guys have an opinion on what Alan West said, and if you think the president should be impeached uh, for, you know, acting in, you know, a manner that I guess uh, some people got offended by, I don't know. I mean, it's not like he took us to, you know, two illegal wars or anything like that, right? But if anybody is uh, offended uh, by you know by what the president did, and you want to you know go ahead and tell me and tell the world, please call in again seven eight six two four five eight one two seven is the call in number. Again, you're listening to PSN Radio and SoFlow Radio. Now the next news headline that I have here is uh, pretty bizarre, and I'm going to start just by saying that it's pretty bizarre. But this is one of those uh, that would make you ask yourself. How far would I go if this happened to me? Now, a Texas father killed a pedophile, and his name is Gonzalez, caught molesting his daughter. Now, this is just uh, crazy, right? But it says here, how far would you go to protect one of your children from a sex offender? Just this week, a Texas man flew into a murderer's rage when he caught a pedophile red-handed on, on his four-year-old daughter. The father's name, which has not been released to protect the, the victim, 
and his identity. Authorities in uh, the county of Texas alleged that, it, that he beat a 47-year-old pedophile identified only as Gonzalez to death after he discovered a middle-aged sex offender on top of his daughter in a barnyard. And for that, sir, you get a rousing round of applause. Huh? That's right. Applaud that man. Woohoo! But let's be real. Would you do the same? I think I would do a lot worse. I mean, I think this guy got off easy. He just beat him to death, and that's it. I would have made the guy suffer a little bit more. I'm talking about some uh, maybe Saw 4 or 5, maybe Saw 6, you take your pick. But I would take one of those death scenes, and I would put this guy in one of those torture chambers, and it would be all kinds of hell. So I know, you know, I applaud the guy for the father for doing what he did and getting this scumbag off the streets. But you know, what a story! Now the father has not been charged with anything so far, and I don't think he's going to be charged with anything, uh, and he shouldn't be charged with anything. I mean, do you guys, if anybody has an opinion on this story, call in and let me know. But do you think he should be charged with anything? I don't think he should. I think he should uh, completely be exonerated of any charges. Uh, you know, fuck, stand your ground. Protect your kids. That's what that is. And by the way, I'm going to have to uh, just let it be known they were trying to swear a lot less on the networks. So I got to apologize about the F word there. And uh, I'm going to have to get a little jar here and put quarters in every time I release an F bomb. But stories like that really just uh, they make me just want to say, you know, jerk. Uh, anytime you, you hear of children getting harmed, I really just want to go into rage. Just beat somebody's head in, like the father did. So, once again, good going, Dad. All right. Now, something not to applaud about. Something actually really bad's happening, and uh, it's only one thing that's appropriate for me to play while I bring you this sad news. That's right. Good old Doctor Who. Uh, Doctor Who? That's right, Pete. Doctor Who. Yeah, who? Yeah, Doctor Who. Yeah, Pete. That's right. Doctor Who. That's the theme. Yeah, that's the theme, right? That's right. That's the theme to Doctor Who. How groovy. That's right, Pete. It's groovy. Great theme, huh? Ah, well, it's a damn shame, but Doctor Who star Matt Smith is set to leave the role as the Doctor. At the end of this year, the BBC has just announced that after four years as the Time Lord on the BBC One show, viewers will see Smith's Doctor regenerate in the 2013 Christmas special. The 30-year-old actor still said uh, working on the show had been the most brilliant experience Doctor Who marks its 50th anniversary in November with a special episode which Smith has already filmed. The BBC said that Smith's spectacular exit has yet to be revealed and uh, would be kept tightly under wraps. Extraordinary show, as uh, it was quoted as the, the episode. Smith first uh, stepped into the TARDIS as the 11th Doctor in the, the New Year's Day episode in 2010, taking over for David Tennant, who was a very popular uh, actor in the role as the Doctor. Uh, he was the youngest actor at the time ever to play the role. 
Now, speaking after the announcement, he said that he was incredibly proud of what the show had achieved over the last four years under Stephen Moffat, the show's lead writer and executive producer. Now, Smith also thanked fans around the world for their truly remarkable dedication to the show. Now, during his tenure, Smith, the floppy-haired, bow-tie-wearing Time Lord, has fought enemies such as the Daleks, Cybermen, Weeping Angels, and the Silence. His doctor has shared his adventure with Amy Pond, Rory Williams, and most recently Clara Oswald, the Impossible Girl. Referring to his time-traveling companion, Smith said, It's been an honor to play this part, to follow the legacy of a brilliant actors before me and helm the TARDIS for a spell with the ginger, the nose, and the impossible one. But when you gotta go, you gotta go, said Smith. Showrunner Stephen Moffat said every every day on every episode and every set of uh, of rushes, Smith surprised me, he said. The way he'd turn a line or spin his heels and make something funny. Or out of nowhere, make me cry. I just uh, never knew what was coming next. Now, the Doctor could be a clown and a hero, often at the same time, he said. And Matt really rose to both the challenges magnificently. And, and honestly, anybody who's been watching the show for years would know that's true. And even better than that, given the pressures of this extraordinary show, he is one of the nicest and hardest working people that I have ever had the privileges of knowing, said Moffat. Whatever we threw at him, sometimes literally, his behavior was always worthy of the doctor. Moffat added, great actors always know when it's time for the curtain to call, so this Christmas prepare for your hearts to break as we say goodbye to number 11. Thank you, Matt. Bullet ties were never cooler. The announcement of Smith's exit is likely to spark months of uh, fevered speculation about his replacement, especially on the answer to movie Troll Insanity, which airs Thursday on psn-radio.com at 9 p.m. Plug. Somewhere out there right now, all unknowing are just going after their business and uh, are rushing to their agents and they're starting to make that call so they can get on this show as the next doctor. I think we all know who we support here on Inside the Jackal's Head for the role of the doctor. That's right. My friend Aaron Price. Check him out on uh, Facebook. There's even a website, a block spot, The Twelfth Doctor with Aaron Price. Check that out on Google. You can look it up and I'm sure you'll find it. Now, in 2011, Smith became the first actor to be nominated for a BAFTA role in a role. Uh, That's the first time ever that anybody who played the Doctor was nominated for a BAFTA in that role. Now, he also won the most popular male drama performance award uh, at the National Television Awards in 2012. Now, he was born in Northampton in 1982. Smith studied drama and creative writing at the University of East Angelia. Angelia. Whatever. Um, Man, that's kind of like your name, and you messed that up. Oh, shut your mouth, Pete. He made his uh, TV debut in 2006, adaptation of Philip Pullman's The Ruby in the Smoke which starred former doctor and companion Billy Piper. She, uh, she's hot. Uh, she's, you know, Rose. Uh, Smith's stage work uh, has included uh, stints in theater, uh, companies such as Royal Court and uh, National Theater. His West End debut was a Swimming with the Sharks opposite Christian Slater. And that's right. He is a stage-trained actor, so that's why he was so good as the doctor. With that, folks, it's time for break. When we return... We'll have Dennis Crenshaw on the show with us. And we will be taking a trip into the hollow earth. Somewhere I don't think that even the doctor's ever been. Huh. But if you guys want to you know, talk about that later on, call in. 
And, you know, tell me who you think should be the next doctor. I'm sure Dennis would love to talk about that for a minute. We'll be back! We will be back! Inside the Jackal's Head! being tied down to your computer but having the freedom to take live talk radio with you anywhere you go TalkStream live introduces our first ever iphone application the talk shows you follow now follow you and your iphone is now the fastest and easiest way to stay connected to the best talk radio on the internet listen to live talk shows 24 hours a day seven days a week mobile talk radio from TalkStream live now available in the itunes app store by the Glass. By the Glass is a show about beverage culture. Brad Hubbard. What I'm going to do is I'm going to connect the dots on how everything works together. It's really all about how we enjoy things, how we enjoy life, and how beverages play a big part in that. I'm going to bring in people that are going to display their aspect of the culture. I'm going to bring in people that are going to show you different products. We're going to look at places where people go to consume these beverages and how they all interact. Things are built around the actual beverage itself. By the Glass. Thursdays from 6 to 7. Only on SoFlow Radio. Elizabeth Taylor, movie legend. We lost her too soon. Gone, but not forgotten. Now, you can own an authentic piece of movie history. Elizabeth Taylor's Ashes. In a small commemorative urn. Remember, remember. I want you to forget me, please. For just $29.95 plus shipping and handling, we'll send you an ounce of real superstar soot. Elizabeth Taylor, movie legend. You can have a piece of her forever. Command performances leave me quite cold. Call today. Hurry. Quantities are limited. Here's a riddle for you. What do the California gold rush of the 1850s, secret societies, coded messages, mysterious 19th century flying machines, and an early 20th century outside artist named Charles A.A. Delshaw all have in common? The Secrets of Delshaw by Dennis Crenshaw and Pete Navarro. Go to www.secretsofdelshaw.com to learn more. If you're in the market for a luxury pre-owned vehicle, then stop by Prado Auto Sales located at 7300 Southwest 8th Street in Miami. Prado Auto Sales has been family-owned and operated for two generations, and they've been taking care of South Florida since 1964. They work with every major bank and also have in-house financing available, so everyone is approved. Receive a trip for two to a four-star resort with any vehicle purchase. Prado Auto Sales has over 150 vehicles in stock, so call them today at 888-719-5329. That's 888-719-5329 or online at PradoAutoSales.com. Put a team of professional consultants behind your home or business computer with Key Information Solutions. Providing solutions to your internet and computing needs while keeping you on the cutting edge of technology. Preventative maintenance and networking support. Hardware and custom built computers. Let Key Information Solutions be your personal tech staff for your home or office with affordable hourly, monthly, or annual rates to fit anyone's budget. Call Key Information Solutions now. 
954-973-3374. That's 954-973-3374. Or visit keyinformation.com. The George Rodriguez Show. Who? I said the George Rodriguez Show. You don't know George Rodriguez? Wasn't he the guy that filled in for Neil Rogers? Yes. That George Rodriguez. What's he like? Oh, he's a short little Cuban fella. Kind of funny looking. Well, when's he on? 12 to 3, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on SoFloRadio.com and SoFloRadio.net. The George Rodriguez Show is much more than adequate. Up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's supermanhomepage.com, the number one Superman fan site in the world. Supermanhomepage.com, covering the world of Superman from the 1930s to today. News, reviews, rumors, and reports. Supermanhomepage.com, for all your Superman comics, TV shows, movies, cartoons, radio shows, and more. Everything you ever wanted to know about the Man of Steel and more. SupermanHomePage.com You asked for it. Oh, when's Boca gonna make a disc? Please, won't he make a disc? Disc after disc. Oh, I'll buy one this time. I will. Really, I will. After caving under the pressure of your demands, Boca Brian has made available to you a collection of hit bits. A.B. Race, observational comedy about the Bush administration that never existed. Boca Brian, he sings, he dances, and stands on his head without wearing pants. You'll get the highly sought-after Condoleezza song, the restitution song, President Dumpshit, and many, many more. Now, all ten of you can order your copy of Boca Brian's Ada Raced at SoFloRadio.com, right there on the front page. That's Boca Brian's Ada Raced at SoFloRadio.com. Endorsed by Fox News. We are back on Inside the Jackal's Head here on PSN Radio and on SoFlow Radio. And with me now is a man that needs no introduction to anybody who is into the Hollow Earth research. He is the insider himself, the man behind the website, the Hollow Earth Insider, Mr. Dennis Crenshaw. Welcome back to the show, my friend. How are you been? Oh, uh, wait, 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 what's up? Oh, I uh-oh, oh Pull the plug! Don't pull the plug! Don't pull the plug! Yeah, that's what it is. I'm in the jackal's head. How you doing, man? Oh, man, I'm much better than you're here now, Dennis. How's everything, my friend? It's been a long time since we've had you on. Yeah, well, I, you know, I, 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 I had something I wanted to do, and I about got there. Uh, yeah, as you know, you know, I've been involved in this stuff that started in the 60s, you know, getting yeah, involved in, in, in all the weird stuff that's going on in the world, UFOs and whatnot. And... uh in the uh, 80s, that led me to, to look into uh, – in the 80s, I went back and read all the early stuff having to do with UFOs because that's where I started, UFOs. I was looking for the origin of them. I knew they existed. I'd seen one. So I'm looking for the origin. I'm starting there. And uh, to about 20 years' research, it led me to reread all of the early – uh, UFOlogists and people that were looking into it and, and, and saucer groups and whatnot. 
And what I found was I found that uh, that uh, the very first men in black uh, visited the, the uh, a man named Bender, who had the very first saucer group in the nation, and he was starting to go international, and so they had set one up in New Zealand and a couple other places. And what he had, what what was going on with the men in black visiting is he had put out his newsletter the day before, or, the, or a few days before, saying, in the next newsletter, I'm going to reveal where UFOs come from. And so a few days later, he was visited by the first ever uh, modern men in black who told him, look, you're messing with government stuff, uh, blah, blah, blah. So it ended that he uh, put out his next newsletter without a single mention of UFOs. Instead, it was uh, dedicated to aircraft and uh, the, the Air Force and those type of things. So, uh, Gray Break, I'm sorry, Gray Barker, and if I make mistakes on names, forgive me, I'm old, my mind ain't here like it was. But Gray Barker, who anybody that knows anything about UFOs has heard of, was also a member of that early club. So he got in touch with Bender and he said, look, tell us what's going on. What's, what's this all about? We were a saucer club with a saucer magazine. Now we're, you know, we got a saucer magazine, but the club don't sound right. And he said, no, I'm shutting it down. And they said, what is going on? He says, well, I really can't tell you it's government security. But they kept after him for a while. So finally, he, uh, he agreed to, to talk to him. So they had a, an interview with him. And, 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 and uh, uh, Gray Barker put out a book that's called, uh, They Do Too Much, I believe it is, something like that. Uh, they anyway, do too they much. do too much about UFO or, or flying okay. saucers is the name of it. And, uh, uh, he, he, he put the complete, uh, interview in there and he would answer anything, you know. Uh, okay. Dennis, I think we lost you. You there? How can oh. you lose me? Oh, no, you, you almost Woo. fell into the hollow earth, but you're back. Woo. I do that every time. Shake <laughs> the cobwebs loose. There we go. Yeah. Anyway, ben, uh, 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 ben, he wrote a book. Uh, they do too much about UFOs or flying saucers. I can't remember which one, but one or the other. You can look him up. And in it, Every time they asked him a question about the origin of them, he, he wouldn't answer. So what, what happened is they finally, at the time, there was a, a lot of interest in what was called the hollow earth theory. So one of the questions they asked him was, does this have anything to do with the hollow earth? And he wouldn't talk about it, no more, no more at all. So another, but he answered every other question. So when somebody's, you know, they, when they... When they don't answer a question, when they're answering all the other questions, it kind of tells you somebody told them not to answer that kind of question, you know. So the other question that was in there was, uh, has this got anything to do with the Shaver mystery? Well, in 1947, Shaver was a, a science fiction writer who claimed his stuff was fact and that he had been visited the interior of the Earth and that there were, there were other civilizations living in there. Well, he wouldn't answer that question either. And then they kept on going. So that's the point where I said, wait a minute. What is this hollow earth shaver? So I started studying it. Well, I found there was a lot, you know, a lot of information on it. The problem was none of it was documented. 
So I said, well, that's what I'm going to do is I'm going to document this. Admiral Byrd figured into a lot of it and whatnot. So I went and documented it. So what I was doing was investigating the belief in the hollow earth. In other words, where did this fact come from? Where did that fact come from? So in 1992, I started a magazine. Actually, it was a a two-page newsletter to start with. And I sent it to 10 people around the world who were interested in hollow earth. And I said, look, I'm going to start a a magazine called the Hollow Earth Insider Together Information. Uh, You guys, you know, contribute or whatever to the, the information. And so it started going out. Well, then it grew and grew and grew until I was uh, in 35, uh, 35 foreign countries and every state in the Union, including Alaska and Hawaii. So uh, there was interest, okay? So I built up uh, a readership of about 1,500. In 1992, I brought myself on the Internet and uh, been on there ever since in, in different form, but always uh, reporting. Anyway, what happened about when I started studying the hollow earth theory and I found these people uh, that were mentioned in the hollow earth theory, like uh, Admiral Byrd and all this, he has a famous, uh, I mean, a, a piece of junk diary out there. Anybody that's interested in knows about it called uh, The Secret Diary of Admiral Byrd. And he claims that he went up to the North Pole and went into the entrance and and uh, visited uh, aliens inside and all of this, and it was a it was a cornerstone of the modern hollow earth belief. Well, I investigated and found out that the whole diary was a fake, and I proved it with pictures of him being somewhere else, and what he was really doing was uh, worse than finding the hollow earth. Believe me, he was working for the Rockefeller crowd, who we'll get into later. But anyway... So to make a long story short, that was my hollow earth research. Because of it, everybody became believing that I believed in the hollow earth, which I don't care. That's all right. It keeps other people from looking at me. And then uh, I went from there, and then then Rick Osmond asked me uh, to, to, to come on a radio show with him. I thought he meant to be a guest, but I said, sure. Well, it ended up people would have been to come on a, to start a radio show called the Hollow Earth Insider. And I said, well, you know, that's not going to work. Uh, if we just, because Hollow Earth Insider, you know, we do a lot more than Hollow Earth. And, you know, people, people probably wouldn't tune into a radio show. So I, ch- I came up with a name, Unraveling the Secrets, and the rest of that's history. A year and a half ago, <laughs> year and a half ago, I decided to, to retire from radio and everything else because, you know, I've been studying this shit since 1960. As far as the New World Order goes, my, in 1961, my grandfather, who was a top Mason and a top, uh, maybe, maybe been the Ku Klux Klan head, and got mad at both groups and quit them, started telling me stuff as a young man about the Federal Reserve and uh, Rockefeller and, uh, and, and, and all of this. And he started telling me what was going to happen to this nation if the people didn't wake up. So I started watching all this way back then. You asked me if I will. Uh, Obama in there. No, I don't want Obama in there because he's just a stooge, okay? Let me let me show you where I started studying about these presidents. And, and you know, I've been accused of being a racist because of talking about Obama, but that's for stupid people that don't go back and look at my research. I started researching with, with uh, Richard Nixon, Watergate. That's where I started researching this. Now, remember, I already had a background of knowing about the New World Order. 
And the reason I stopped Hollow Earth was that's where it led me. It led me right to the Rockefellers and the, and the newspapers and that. And, it, you know, any news was being covered up about it. So that, you know, so with Nixon, you know, the, he was a crook all the way through. You know, Nixon destroyed our merchant marine. We had the strongest merchant marine in the nation, okay? We now have maybe 10 ships. I'm talking about United States merchant marine ships. We were the biggest in the world after World War II. We now might have 10 ships, okay? That I think you'll agree with me, though, Dennis, that nowadays, especially in the near future and, you know, Actually, not that far into the future. Most wars are going to be fought completely different than they've been fought in the last They're being, years. That's, that's going on right now, buddy. Yeah, the revolution. Exactly. I mean, it's, a, it's already it's changing. A, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's all giving out information. That's what I was going to say. You know, yeah. when I put Hollow Earth Insider online uh, in 1992, uh, up to I changed the format uh, when I quit radio, uh, up till then, I might have had, if you stretched it, I might have had half a million visitors, okay? Since December the 15th till right now, I've had half a million hits on this. And what I'm, what I'm doing is, I, I was doing the radio show and I was loving it, man. I was talking to, you know, the top people in every field that I'd ever written about or looked, you know, anything and wanted to talk to. But after two and a half years, I'd talked to them all and I was starting to repeat it. It's kind of hard, right? You know, that's something that I've gone through, Dennis, doing this show now since 2008 and uh, interviewing so many people. I, I've, you know, come to the point that, you know, I hate to repeat a guest over and over again, but I've repeated people over and over sometimes. And it's like, what else do you have to say to somebody after you've interviewed them four times? Exactly, exactly. You know what and, I'm saying? And, so I completely understand that. But look, going back to the, the Obama, you know, the whole sure. thing with Obama, sure. you know, you said that Obama is, is nothing but a stooge. That's but right. aren't they all, I mean, all presidents all since all Kennedy, and I've, been, and I've said this before, Dennis, I said this a, a billion times even on this show a few times, all the presidents that this country's had since Kennedy have all been puppets, every single one of them. Exactly. The last president, like I said earlier in the show, you know, we went through this thing with Bush when people were talking trash about him and then Clinton and, it, and, here's, and here's then the other Bush here, and then Reagan. This, the, why? Because they're all puppets. And you know what? The American people are starting to wake up to the puppeteers. Right, right. And it's because of, you know, and it's because of the Internet, I think, Dennis. The Internet is, is really is the the vehicle that's waking up the public and right. you know it's it's a shame that you know they're talking about censoring the internet oh, and yeah, of, of course. course they're gonna of course they're gonna censor the internet they have to this is the last medium of freedom of information that we have at that's our disposal right. that's right but but what's the difference the difference with with uh with uh obama now his going for him is he's black you know they're not you know if you if you go against uh, obama you know, you, that you're racist. I faced it myself, you know. When I, when I wrote about Obama, uh, I don't remember which story. Oh, 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 when he, when he was, when he was subpoenaed to appear in a Georgia court and he thumbed his nose at him and said, I ain't going there. And he got on a jet and flew to Las Vegas and didn't even send his lawyer. Now I can't do that. You can't do that. Nobody in this audience can do that, but he gets away with it. When I, when I started putting that on the, on my website and, and talking about it, right away I get, well, you're racist. No, I'm not racist. My stuff, I've got 25 years of writing on there. Go look at what I said about Clinton. Clinton, whenever Bush was president, Bush. Senior Bush, or junior? Junior. junior okay. When Bush Jr. was president, his CIA was bringing cocaine from Panama into 
Arkansas, at Mita, Arkansas, the CIA started the crack epidemic. And we can prove that. Okay, you can go to my site and study about a lot of it. But uh, ever so, I can do that with every, every president, you know, every single president. The Bush, I mean, uh, uh, Reagan started his war on drugs for one reason and one reason only. That's to collect people's guns and information. So the, 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 the fight to legalize marijuana, which, by the way, I joined the first fight in 1968 in, in, in Los Angeles, California. It was called Prop 13, and we tried to get weed legalized. We didn't, uh, didn't accomplish it, but we had a hell of a party afterwards. <laughs> anyway. And we're still partying now. <laughs> anyway. When I saw all this was coming down, that there was a revolution. It's a revolution of knowledge. And with my background of, of studying it all these years, I'm able to go all over the Internet and pick out, you know, real pertinent stuff that you're not hearing on the mainstream. Yeah, you're hearing the story that they're putting out. I mean, let's, for instance, one I talked to you about the other day. Two weeks ago, there was a protest that was worldwide. It was an ever uh, civilized country in the world and 150 cities in the United States. There was, uh, I believe it was about a few thousand anyway, just in New York alone. And did you hear it? If you're, nope. if you're, if you're a conservative, you listen to Fox News. You hear about that on Fox News? If nope. you're a liberal, you listen to CNN. You hear about that on CNN? Nope. You'd have heard about it if you'd read about the Hollow Earth Insider, and not only that, but you could have gone there because we read it live. In fact, the eighth next month we're running a something else live. There's a group called uh, uh, the American Revolutionary Army, and it's not an army with taking up guns; it's an army of putting out information. Hmm. Okay, Adam Kokash, who's uh, who founded it? Who's a Kokash? Uh, I like his name already. Yeah, K O K E S H. And you can go to my site and and, and I've got a bunch of stuff. Anyway, he he is a, a two war veteran, and and he has come back and started the movement to get this information out to people. Okay, now the other last Saturday that we read it here. He was at a protest that called, is called the Smoke-In, and it started about six months ago, and they hold it every two weeks or so in front of the Liberty Bell, and they've got the legal papers and everything to do it. Last week he was at it, and you because there were so many cameras, and it, you can find it on my site, they creeped up behind him and grabbed him, drug him off, and put him in prison for five days. The only reason they let him go was the crowds outside were getting bigger and bigger with bullhorns and all that stuff. Y'all hear about that on the mainstream press? Okay. Mm, probably well, not. At the same time that was going on, right across the street in front of the, in front of the, uh, Independence Hall, they arrested two people for handing out leaflets against the IRS. Okay. They finally let them go when they realized all the cameras and all are watching them. But this stuff is going on. Uh, I've got a story that I just published about a, a five-year-old uh, was was held in the principal's office and interrogated without his parents until he pissed his pants. And what his crime was is that he had taken a cap gun to school. 
And the principal told his mother that if they'd been captured it, he'd be seeing the police about bringing explosives to school. Okay? This is what's going on, and you're not hearing it in the mainstream press. You know, I mean, it, it's just unbelievable. And we have all kinds of, you know, the the things that we look into. Hollow Earth, of course, eyeballing the one world order, gunfight at the Obama Corral, border wars, <laughs> drug wars, and pot prohibition, conspiracy boogie, UFO enclosure, true hidden history. It's a strange world after all. Advanced science and such. Robotics. I've been covering robotics. All of a sudden, one day, I said, let me start covering robotics. If you go look in there at that, and, and I download, by the way, six to eight videos a day, every day. If you go and look at robotics, if you search for robotics, and, and go through and read some of the stories, you will see where they are trying to come up with a human, I mean, with a robot that acts and is just like a human. And why is that? Oh, because they've been doing that for a long time, Dennis. I mean, they've been slowly, doing that for yeah, decades. They've been doing yeah. it, but, but, they, but I'm talking about, you can see step by step, the eyes, the nose, they're, they're working on Okay, why are they doing that all of a sudden? Where are they getting the money? They're getting the money from the corporations who are controlled by the big people who are trying to make a one-world government, the Rockefeller bunch. Okay, I call him that. He's just a tiny clog in that middle, but I call him that because he was the first name I came across years ago back in the uh, well. About, well, it's not only the Rockefellers, though. It's the Bill no, that's what I just Rockefellers. Said. That's what I just yeah, said. Yeah, it's, it's a whole lot of them. So for the people out there listening, is you know we don't want to just pin this on one. Well, family. that's why, that's why I said the Rockefeller crowd. Right, and that, that includes exactly. the Bushes. That includes the Bushes. The, yep, the Chinese. You know, uh, I mean, it includes all of them. I mean, I mean, you, you know, know what amazes me, Dennis. It's too bad. It's Henry Kissinger and uh, uh, Brezhnev. Okay, now if you look at every presidential election, you'll see where each one of them will back one or the other president. Dennis, you know what amazes me all the time? That a lot of these presidents and people, it's amazing they don't know this, but a lot of these presidents are related. They're like all cousins and stuff. (laughs) And speaking of being, uh, speaking of almost being related, I know, uh, this guy kind of looks like a little bit in this picture, but yeah, William Michael Mott is on the show, the current host of Unraveling the Secrets. Mike! What's up, buddy? Welcome to the inside the jackal's head here on. Hey, Disney oh, Yesterday. it's cramped in here. It's it's a tight space. It oh is a tight God. space. It kind of smells funny in here too. Open a that window. Is, I'm sorry, I had Taco Bell earlier. You know, this is what happens. Yeah. Inside your head? Oh man. Well, inside my head, inside my car, wherever. Welcome <laughs> to the show, buddy. Uh, Thanks, buddy. You're on the air with Dennis Crenshaw, the originator of know, unraveling man. the secrets. I just had how to, cool is that? Come huh? in and I had to pay my respects because if it weren't for Dennis, I wouldn't be on uh, unraveling the secrets. And uh, true that. I sure appreciate him passing the baton, and we have a lot of fun on there. And he needs to come back on there sometime soon. I will. I will. I'm going to start doing it. But I had to take time to build the site that I wanted, and it's there now. So I, now i got to go around and promote it. You know? yeah, <laughs> and I will yeah. sure twist your arm to get on there. Yeah, and yeah. You, it's need, good you need to, to get back to on you, there. Mike and, I, Mike and I, I mean, Mike, uh, William and I have been friends for years. Well, Mike, Mike's good. Yeah, we've been, right. about or you can 20, call him Mikey. That's what I, I would call him. About yeah. 20 I've only years, known, right? I've only known him for a couple of years. At yeah. least twenty years. Yeah, at, at least, least twenty years. 20 years. Yeah. I mean, and we've shared. Uh, call, you know, we did a lot of research uh, in, yep. into the underground and stuff, and, and shared uh, notes. And, Lots of information back and forth yeah. over the years. Okay. Yeah, right. and we and we think the same about libertarianism and and uh, one world government and what's really going on. Oh, and I information. know. 
know. Well, that's what the Hollow Earth Insider is all about now. I kept the name because it gives me a low profile. If somebody goes over there and says, man, look what this guy, you know, he's collected all this. But then they say, well, what's the name? Where, where's the site? It's the Hollow Earth Insider. Oh, he just believes in the Hollow Earth. And then well, you guys hoping, hit on it. Early. I'm hoping that'll last until they take over the internet. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. You, you guys really hit, covered it, both of you guys earlier because you were talking about how you know all this this sudden push to control the internet, to tax it, and tax and track every transaction, and and control what you say and what you you know everything we say now goes to these big NSA listening centers. Every, oh, yeah. Everything, everything you send, every get this, every text message on your phone, every instant message oh, you yeah. send. Yeah. I mean, everything is recorded forever, that's forever. Right. So they're already. You know what? It, there is a, there is drawbacks to that, but there's also some positives, and I'll, th- I'll tell you what the positives are. Check this out. Recently, I had my Facebook hacked. Okay, check this out. Yeah. Yeah. And I went to log into my show page for Inside the Jackal's Head on Facebook, and when I logged in, Facebook recognized that somebody in New Jersey—only one person I know in New Jersey who would do this—try, I guess, hacked or found my password to mine, hacked into my account, and changed my password and started spamming the crap out of my website off of my Facebook. And Facebook literally had a map over the person's house Good. who hacked my account. And Ooh. I took a screenshot of it for, you know, of course, you know, to keep records just in case I ever decided to press charges. Yeah. So that's, you know, one positive that Facebook recognized, hey, you know, somebody just hacked this, dude account, this dude's account. It's locked the account. And here's a screenshot of the person who did it. Yeah, but I mean, that's beautiful. But isn't that's beautiful. But you know what? You know what? One thing what? You're, you're not mentioned there, but Facebook gives your information to the place where he was talking about and doesn't ask your permission. So That's sure, right. they do this That's little right. thing for you, but you're doing it for them by putting all your... And it, it's not just Facebook. I have... I, I, wait, I wait, here's where he goofs, though. Here's where he goofs, though. Here's where he goofs up, though. On that account, like I don't have any private information. That's my show page. There's like right. literally no private information on there at all. Right, right. So he well, hacked the wrong account. You know, but, well, well, but still, it's pretty funny. I know who did it. I mean, I mean, basically, you know, as we become increasingly more and more digital, and sooner or later, all of our money is going to be completely digital. That, that's what the ultimate goal. Because oh, definitely. Once, yeah. once they control the electronic yep. side of that, they have you. They have everybody. You are a slave. You are a cog in the machine. That's it. When you cannot have transactions outside of electronic invisible numbers that don't really exist, which is where it's all moving, everybody will have an EBT card, okay? Yep. No, no matter how you make your money. And when they have that, they have you by the short hairs, man. They're, they're going to have you, and they're well, going to have all your information. And but, but you know what gets me is you, know, you guys were talking about presidents, and, and like you guys, I think you know they're all puppets to some degree. Oh, everyone over there. Everyone of them. But but the thing is, what not to some degree about, they just are. Yeah, but but the guy, the current guy, is pushing so hard for what he calls the internet. Well, kill yeah, switch. We're, we're, the internet kill switch. He wants to be able to reach in there, get up one morning, and say, you know, these people are pissing me off. I'm going to turn him off, and he and he wants to have the authority. And actually, he passed some crap that get, basically gives it to him about about a month or two ago, where he can just say kill it, and they'll knock off the internet, turn it off. Okay, that's too much power. That's too much that's authority power, over yeah. freedom of speech. That's just bull. But you see, you see, it's part of it's part of his uh, purpose for being there this second term. Because he was put there by the Bilderbergs, which, by the way, oh, yeah. Bilderberg meeting is next week. 
And uh, if you go to www the Hollow Earth Insider, you can start following it right now. I just put up five videos that explains it, what's going on, and all. And then on the day of Bilderberg, which is the eight, I will be running all the protests live on the Hollow Earth Insider. We ran uh, the last years we ran live twenty four seven for two days. And I had more visitors than I ever dreamed of. 10,000 people came to my site. Well, that's a great site. Everybody should it check is. that out. And, you know, um, I, I need to write another article for you soon. I, I've just been so busy. I haven't had a chance. But I'll, I'll get another thing to you soon. Well, hey, I, I got two out of uh, Jackal. Of course, he got this radio show out of me. Yeah. But what, yeah. Yeah. Well, three if you count the posts. I, I that's right. Three of them. You only got one for me so that's far. Right. I need to do another one. But oh, uh, well, you'll yeah, get I'm going to go more conspiratorial next time about this kind of thing. But, you know, the thing is that uh, uh, I think that, you know, People are fun, like Jackal said. People are waking up, you know, left, right, middle of the road. I mean, there's people like me. I'm a libertarian. I, basically, like I said on my Facebook page, uh, I'm a conservative libertarian, which means don't, I, ste- yeah. don't step on my toes and I won't kick your shins. Okay? <laughs> right, right. Okay, that's you know, I don't give I don't give a shit what you do. Free, excuse my French. Oh, I don't yeah. care. I don't care what you do. You know, my, you don't another quarter in the swear jar. That's right. Mind your business. That's and right. You don't try to. In- you know, interfere with my 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 personal life. That's right. That's I don't, right. You know, that's fine. But see, we, we've gotten so far away from that in this country, and the left is real bad about wanting to intrude and tell everybody what to do, and the right is real bad about wanting to intrude and tell everybody what to do. And you know, that's not what America was about. America was about mind your business, leave other people alone, and be free to do your thing. That's what it's about. Yeah. And you know, we've really gotten off track. It's all about control. And, and power, and, and I'm I'm fed up with it. But you know, I mean, we got to keep making noise because that's all we can do. That's what we do. You know, one of, one of the one of the main issues, though, and this is something that a lot of people don't want, especially on the left, they don't want to admit that one of the main problems is the bigger the government gets, the more demand on control they're going to have. Exactly. And that's a, one of the main issues we have in this country is the government's way too big at this point. It is, and, and they big. want to intrude into every single mm-hmm. thing that you do, say, oh, yeah. think. Yeah. Everything they they want to have a say in everything. They want to tell you everything about how to raise your kids, hey, what right. to teach your kids. You know they can kiss my ass. Thank God now, my kids are grown, but still, you know. My, my grandfather told me about this in 1961, and it's happening. I'd like to read my last uh, editorial that I put out. I think it was yesterday. If if you don't oh, mind, go for it. Go it's ahead. a little it's a little lengthy, but every bit of it, and then everybody will know how I feel about Obama and all that stuff. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay, well, I'm going to mute myself is, so you can go ahead. This is, this is Thoughts from the Underground Insider, which is my uh, personal little space on uh, the Hollow Earth Insider. I don't use it often because I've had I've had so much to say about this over the years. Now everybody else is seeing it much better than I, and I have videos and articles, and, and I... And I think we lost I, Dennis there. Oh, there we go. There he is. You, where, where, where am I? I thought I was right here. <laughs> anyway, this is for my last. Uh, Hold on. Let's refresh, uh, Dennis, your call real quick because uh, you're having the kind of audio issue. And bring it back in three, two, take two. Dennis, take, I it, am out. Back. take it away. Take I it am away. Back. Yeah, I will. Anyway, what I was, what I, what I was saying was I don't, I don't put a lot in there right myself because everybody else is saying everything much better with videos but i i do have access to a lot of different uh radio stations and stuff so uh, people check my site out and don't just go there for one day and say oh you know because like today if you went today it's all about uh bilderberg and all that but if you go tomorrow it could be about ufos or any of the other stuff we talk about you know so don't just give it one day go and go but anyway here's here's the last thing i wrote 
the one thing I'm tired of with this administration is every time someone is against any of the socialist agenda and anti-American bypassing of the needed congressional approval by Obama by using his executive orders or any other complaint about his actions, the liberal claim it's all about race. I am 70 years old and have seen a lot of the elitist president lap, lap dogs come and go. I have criticized each and every one. I look for the talking points that that a that accompany the laws and can't even read my writing and actions they have been given as goals during the watch by the controllers. Believe some of the Obama's Bilderberg walking orders are. Okay, let me reread that. I messed up. I have criticized each and every one. I look for the talking points that accompany the laws and actions they have been given as goals during their watch by the controllers before some, uh, oh, okay, sorry. I didn't capitalize it. <laughs> no, I'll capitalize it, but it's... You're going to have to proofread that in a... No, no, it, it, it put the one up over the other line. I believe ah. some of Obama, Obama's Bilderberg walking orders or to strip Americans of their gun rights. Now, this is what I'm saying. Go ahead. He, uh, every, every president we've had meets with the Bilderbergs the year before they begin elected. Okay? Everyone. So that tells you something. Okay. So here's what I believe. I believe they go in there and they say, look, you go be president, we'll give you this, you do this, you got to do this and this and this. So uh, his walking orders are, one, to strip Americans of their gun rights. Two, build a more powerful league of goon squad cops. Three, gather every, every scrap of information about every citizen by putting the untouchable and unaccountable IRS in charge of our medical histories. Number three, or number four, clamp down on the Internet and buffer the alternative press. In every administration prior to Obama's, my reason for researching and then reporting of whatever empowered president puppet of the time was accepted for what it was, criticism of their actions and policies. Yet if anyone says anything that the mindless Obama zombies do not like about Barack Obama's policy or direction, true or not, they are instantly a racist. Example. We have been following the still ongoing court case about Obama's phony birth certificate since it was first reported. I know the mainstream press never reports it right now, but yes, it is going on. It isn't a bunch of junk like he said where he refused to come to court to answer the charges. Yes, Virginia, the case is still winding its way through court. Current, the Alabama State Supreme Court is looking into the claims by the law enforcement experts Experts who say their studies proves that Obama's birth certificate or the one he claims to be real is in fact a forgery. They are currently looking into Barry Obama's many social security numbers and other possible action allegations, criminal action allegations. But you haven't heard this on CBN, NBC, or even Fox, have you? Wonder why. Stay tuned. We started covering the proceedings about Barry Obama refusing to honor a legally filed supreme. Quote, Obama himself, who had been subpoenaed to appear, of course, was nowhere near Georgia. Instead, Obama was on a campaign swing, appearing in Vegas and in Colorado, ignoring the court in Georgia. End quote. In reality, what he was doing was thumbing his nose at the court and its officers. The only ones that sometimes, the only... Quote, the only ones that have something to hide, etc., etc. Source, continuing coverage. I put the source up. If the current president was 100% white, 
people seem to forget that Obama is half white. Anyone would see that in my writings and news posts, I would be protesting the arrogance of the person who believes that he is above the law. You wonder about racism? You worry about racism, and I'll worry about what the controllers of Bilderbergs do death. Obama shows his true color when he legislates, and it isn't black. Obama is bright, calming, red. If he does not have to answer to a lawfully issued subpoena, or even send a lawyer to answer the summons, can the vice president do the same? Can Tiger Woods? No, it just happens that that arrogant man in this case is Obama, and he's half black. I need to research if a man is half black and half white. Can you be a racist against half of the man? Because I started questioning what gives him the right to ignore a lawful summons, I began to get comments alluding to the fact that I am a racist. So because I complained about the fact that Obama is no better than any other citizen when it comes to court appearances, although he thinks it is, and that makes me a racist. No, I'm not a racist. No, I'm not a racist. Obama is an arrogant, self-centered, sorry excuse for a president who, when his feet get too near the fame, go, goes in lockstep with his flunkies, and as Sergeant Frist used to stay back in the old days on the TV series Hogan's Negroes, I know nothing, nothing, nothing. Hey, I'm afraid of administration when it comes to answering questions about important issues that should be told to the people. Nobody at the top knows nothing. If they know nothing about what's going on, the spying on Americans without proper care, standing down the troops would needed to save Americans, funny smuggling guns to lords in Mexico, and on and on and on. And nobody knows nothing? I mean, you know, anyway. And, Dennis, and, and you know, you know what the sad thing, well, you know what the sad thing is? Well, well, let, me, let me interject real quick because I'm actually on here to, to pay my, 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 give my homage to Dennis, and, and, uh, and I'll say a couple words, and I'm going to get off here because the, the lovely Angela is here with me, and I have, I have to uh, give her her Woo-hoo. due attention. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah, fair enough. But, but anyway, guys, um, you know, it's, it's like Dennis says because, you know, Dennis knows that I'm one of the first ones that was on that whole situation because I was born in Hawaii. I have two copies of my long-form birth certificate. Right. And when they finally released that thing, I downloaded the PDF from the White House website like many other people did and saw that it had – I can't remember if it was 14 or 17 layers, and you could edit them in Adobe Photo, I mean Adobe Illustrator and Acrobat. There's no way that's a scan. It doesn't work that way. And not only that, you could turn off individual letters. Some of the letters were raster data. Some of them were vector data. That just doesn't happen. That's, impo- that's literally impossible. So, yes, it is a forgery. Now, the question is, why is he forging? But see, here's the thing, Dennis. You and I have talked about this before. It doesn't matter if it's a forgery because because his dad was a foreign national, period. If your dad is a foreign national, you're not a natural-born citizen under the law. That's just the way it works. But But, but, but see, this whole whole birth certificate thing is is to get your attention off the fact that – well, it He's also autumn, depends where he was British born. Subject, he, if he was, but, if he yeah. was born in Hawaii, and you see, you see, it's not a country. I don't want to get into that. I don't want to get into that. It doesn't matter. He could be born in, in, you know, in Minneapolis. It doesn't matter. That's because right. There you under, go. Under the Constitution, if if you're if you're one of your parents is not a natural born citizen, either one of them, then you are not qualified to hold the office of president of the United States. The same reason that Marco Rubio should. Well, look, it's be been it's been no secret that his father was from Kenya. Hey, that's never. That, look, hold on, guys, 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 hold on, hold on, guys, 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 guys. 
Let me interject real quick. It's, look, okay. it's, it's never been a secret that Obama's yeah. father was from Kenya, Africa. So if that was a real legitimate problem, no, no, no. It, is, it is legitimate though, Jack. Okay, no, so so why it, why was he even allowed to run? That's the question. Why was he even allowed to run for president to begin with? Because you know, they should have known this eight years ago when he first started running for office. Why was he even allowed? Shouldn't somebody have then spoken up and said, "Hey, you know what? This guy, unfortunately, he can't run. He's not he's not a legitimate candidate." The question. That's what everybody's dodging. You know, Pelosi and a bunch of Y'all are talking about the wrong thing, man. Y'all are talking about the wrong thing. It doesn't matter where he's from. What it matters is that he lies and he refuses to Well, Dennis, Dennis, hold on. Don't everybody, forget, everybody who's don't ever held office lies, Even the doctor lies, Dennis. Everybody lies. You know, what Dennis was talking about, Dr. Who referenced about, him, about you know, how it's all the same. And you were too, Jack, on some extent. I mean, Rubio is supposedly this, this Republican wonder child. You know, he's, he's just a this scumbag. Great I really don't get He's Cuban, by the way. Icon. And I, and he's I don't like this stuff. But when you get scumbag. right down to it, under the Constitution, Rubio can, you know, they're talking about running him for president or vice president. He can't be president because his parents were not born here. And he couldn't even be vice president, right? Because he could, because if the president passes away, he'll be the president. All the way back to Washington. And it's a common thing that's always been known and accepted under the law. So, you know, this is like what Dennis is saying. It's all about basically they reached a point where they can pretty much do whatever they want to. They can put anybody in there that they want to. And so, you know, that's just my take anyway. So hold on, and it's funny because he couldn't even be vice president because if the president passes away, exactly, he would be the the president, you know, the commander in chief. So he couldn't even be vice president. Now, but here again, this is the question again. So who is at fault for even allowing President Obama to run for office if he is not qualified? Or maybe are you guys misreading that law? Or that means that people on both sides, left and right, had to look the other way. That's right. And in other words, in other words, in other words, who can who can the American public look hold on? Who can the American public look at in the next few years when the election comes uh, comes around again for president? I mean, Rubio if it's both been, sides, okay, okay, if both sides are tainted in this, <laughs> let me answer that. It doesn't matter if they don't get rid of the two party system because you're going right. to have yes or yo. You're going to have exactly. you know you know. Bill Clinton and George Bush were bitter enemies. Exactly. Now you see them on television. Hey, Bill going, well, yeah, but that's the whole WWE mentality when they're going against each other, and it's like it's like literally they're battling each other. Hold on, guys, it's like literally they're battling each other. It's a very WWE mentality when you know candidates going against each other. What year is this? What year, guys? Thirteen. Go, 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 and start watching my Bilderberg shit on the internet. Excuse that word. Watching that and watch to see who goes to Bilderberg from uh, from the Republican and Democrat Party and find out which and then watch him become president. That's Before right. uh, when Bush, they when, Bush, when the Bilderbergs were meeting, they meet once a year this year thing. When they were meeting in Washington, both Obama and Hillary Clinton disappeared for six hours. And nobody's ever said where they were at the same time as the Bilderberg meeting. Now, the before he went ran for president the first time, he was seen at Bilderberg. So go to Bilderberg if you want to know who's going to be the next president, because we don't vote for it. Go read a book called Vote Skim. They scam. They can find a link on my site. Go read that, and you'll see how they've stolen this this uh, uh, this presidential race every year since 
Richard Dixon was reelected. Like because I said earlier in the show, Dennis. They won't. They get Dennis, rid of Dennis. Like I said earlier in the show, we got to take a commercial break here in a few minutes. But like I said earlier in the show, there has not been a real president since John F. Kennedy. Well, guys, I, I, like I said earlier, I'm going to. I'm about to get off here, but I, I want to say one more thing. As a libertarian, you know, going all all the way back to the founding fathers, who I believe were the true libertarians. Okay, um, you know. When George Washington gave his farewell address, he was very specific. Dennis, you know this. He warned in no uncertain terms against ever allowing a two-party system to come to, to come into power in this country because he said, you know, it's just like the old Machiavellian strategy that Machiavelli wrote about in The Prince where you divide and conquer by pretending to be enemies and then right. you rule from behind the scenes. And that's what we're dealing with, and, and until people figure it out, it's not going to change. But uh, with that, guys, i gotta, I got to split, but listen – it's, it's good talking to you, Dennis, and, of course, you too, Jackal. Uh, but you guys, uh, I appreciate it. But uh, I'm going to have to go. But, Dennis, keep on rocking, man. Just keep doing what you're doing. Go make us proud with the wife. No wife, buddy. Or the girlfriend. Whatever right. your status is. All right, buddy. See you later. <laughs> See you later, man. Make me proud. There we go. Yeah. That's the great. William Michael Mod from Unraveling the Secrets. Uh, you know, we're, we're going to break here in a couple of minutes, guys. If you want to call in after we come back from break and talk to Dennis, the number is 786-245-8127. Of course, you're listening to Inside the Jackal's Head on PSN Radio, and that's located at www.psn-radio.com. Also heard on soflowradio.com. Now, Dennis, before we go to break, you know, we've covered a lot already in the first hour here on the show. We've covered a whole lot, and we've really, we've really come down hard on Obama, but I want to ask you a question. I really want you to marinate on this real quick. Marinate, yeah. When we, come, when we come back from break, we're going to, you know, I want you to answer the questions. I really want you to think about it before you answer it, okay? And the, here's the question. If President Obama is as bad as he claims he is, all right, and we know now that he got into office because both sides looked away, what is to say that if we do get a libertarian in office or a third party in office, that they're going to be any better? Power corrupts, and that anybody who's in power, like the presidency, is going to get corrupted. That's always been my point of view. So it doesn't matter what party is. In office, doesn't matter if it's Republican, Democrat, whatever. Once they get to that position, I've always felt that there's always going to be that corruption because there's people behind the scenes, even behind the presidency, even behind the parties that are the ones that are really at the root of the problem. Now, Dennis, I want you to think about that and think and really, you know, answer that when we come back. Guys, stay tuned. <laughs> Oh, 
Who? I said the George Rodriguez Show. You don't know George Rodriguez? Wasn't he the guy that filled in for Neil Rogers? Yes. That George Rodriguez. What's he like? Oh, he's a short little Cuban feller. Kind of funny looking. Well, when's he on? 12 to 3, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on SoFloRadio.com and SoFloRadio.net. The George Rodriguez Show is much more than adequate. The Daily Show. Colbert. Howard Stern. South Park. Tune in to find out where they get their material. Live Wi-Fi broadcasting. Mass Appeal Talk Radio is now online. George Rodriguez. Boca Bryant. Live talk every day on SoFloRadio.com. Put a team of professional consultants behind your home or business computer with key information solutions. Providing solutions to your internet and computing needs while keeping you on the cutting edge of technology. Preventative maintenance and networking support. Hardware and custom built computers. Let key information solutions be your personal tech staff for your home or office with affordable hourly, monthly, or annual rates to fit anyone's budget. Call Key Information Solutions now. 954-973-3374. That's 954-973-3374. Or visit keyinformation.com. If you're in the market for a luxury pre-owned vehicle, then stop by Prado Auto Sales located at 7300 Southwest 8th Street in Miami. Prado Auto Sales has been family-owned and operated for two generations, and they've been taking care of South Florida since 1964. They work with every major bank and also have in-house financing available, so everyone is approved. Receive a trip for two to a four-star resort with any vehicle purchase. Prado Auto Sales has over 150 vehicles in stock, so call them today at 888-719-5329. That's 888-719-5329 or online at PradoAutoSales.com. Hey, it's Gina Martell with my fabulous co-host, Dr. Dennis Netter. Are you a sexual predator? Could you be? Find out how easy it is to be labeled one. Join us August 2nd for Love and Sex on SoFloRadio.com. Love and Sex. Better love, better sex, and better life. Elizabeth Taylor, movie legend. We lost her too soon. Gone, but not forgotten. Now, you can own an authentic piece of movie history. Elizabeth Taylor's Ashes. In a small commemorative urn. Remember, remember. I want you to forget me, please. For just $29.95 plus shipping and handling, we'll send you an ounce of real superstar soot. Elizabeth Taylor, movie legend. You can have a piece of her forever. Command performances leave me quite cold. Call today. Hurry. Quantities are limited. Hi, everybody. This is Boca Brian once again to tell you about my latest CD of religious comedy bits. Word of Boca. All my smash hits made famous throughout the world. For the, well, not exactly the world. Let's see. Parts of Boca Chobie down to Tartaya Paladin. Well, like I was saying, the most requested religious comedy bits ever to be heard all over your radio for too short a time. You'll get such hits as... You'll get Father O'Toole, Amen, and this all-time Boca classic. They were speaking in tongues. That made me a believer. Yes, it's Word of Boca, about 30 all-time certified aluminum religious hits by Boca Bryant, who sits on the middle finger of God while singing about men of the moist cloth. That's Word of Boca, available now at all Peaches, Records, and, uh, I mean, uh, order yours today by clicking on the album cover on SoFloRadio.com.
Roswell, UFOs, flying saucers, alien abduction, are we alone? Information regarding this and many other questions about the unknown are only a click away at www.theufostore.com. Theufostore.com offers hundreds of DVDs about UFOs, aliens, crop circles, conspiracies, Bigfoot, suppressed science, ancient mysteries. Log on to www.theufostore.com and request a free UFO store catalog. Theufostore.com, the largest selection of UFO products on the internet. I'm not allowed to stand up for myself? I thought this was America. Huh? Isn't this America? I'm sorry. I thought this was America. Oh, I'm sorry. That was again. I thought it was in America. I'm sorry. What? Is this a communist country or something? Everybody, we are back on inside the Jackal's Cabeza. That's Spanish for you lame idiots who don't know how to speak Spanish, and that's just about everybody outside of my Latinos. But anyway, uh, Cabeza stands for head. So welcome back to Inside My Head, Inside the Jackal's Head here on PSN Radio. And, of course, SoFlo Radio, guys, check out the chat room over on psn-radio.com. And uh, please tune in over there. Bookmarking. Come friendly with the people in there. It's not, you know, it's not a whole lot of folks in there right now, but we, we like to populate the area. And, uh, you know, and those, those of you listening on the stream, and there's a, you know, a few of you, why don't you go over there and have some fun with the rest of us? And, uh, of course, you know, we're listening, you know, you're also listening on SoFloRadio.com. They don't have a chat room because George doesn't really believe in chat rooms. And I'm starting to be uh, at the same page with George on that. I, you know, chat rooms are like, yeah. They're like a thing of the past. You know, I, you know, I remember Dennis back in, like, 1998, the chat rooms were, like, the big deal. You know, going to like the Miami chat rooms on AOL and trying to pick up girls. Now that was the big thing. I used to do it all the time. It was great. Now chat rooms are like, you know, it's kind of passe. You know, it's a, it's like you know nobody cares anymore about chat rooms. But you know, one thing we do care about is the question that I asked, and I'm already getting a few people on Facebook are asking me, "Oh man, I can't wait to hear what Dennis or they're telling me they can't wait to hear what Dennis has to say about this." So Dennis, you know, be, without further ado, why don't you answer? The question, you know, what is the question once again? The question was before we went to break, you know, what would happen? You know, because honestly, you know, whether it's the right or the left, you know, what's going to stop the next person or the next group, the, you know, the libertarians or whoever, from not getting corrupted also and, you know, being in the same league with whatever is, you know, controlling both parties now? I mean, it's bound to happen because, again, like I said, power corrupts, correct? And if they're in, in power, what is not to you know what is to stop them from not being the same type of corruption? What, what is not to stop them from being corrupted also? So, Dennis, uh, you know how do you how would you answer that? Well, first, let me address the fact that with a two party system that's been you know they they've been in control for two hundred years, sitting in the same room, going to the same restaurants, getting the same call girls, whatever they do, it's the same old. Nothing people. wrong with the last one. Uh, anyway, okay. Oh. It's the same old people doing the same old stuff. Right. President President Obama don't matter. He's just a flunky. 
Uh, Bush didn't matter. He was a flunky. He was a dumb flunky. But you look at the people behind right. him. Somebody, you he guys was. go out there and you and you call up who were the advisors and, and this and that, and you'll find the same people behind the Democrat, each Democrat president all the way back, and you'll find the same people behind the uh, Republican people go back. Then find out who's over those, who's furnishing the money. And you'll find that they who's are... Who's making the money? It's all about the money, isn't it? Yep, they are, in the, they are in the pocket of the same person. If there was a three-party system, there would be another party, and the people, if they started seeing that, could change, you know, vote for the other party. Now, okay. if you say, "Oh, I'm tired of I'm tired of the Republicans. I'm going to go be a, a Democrat," don't matter, okay. because the Democrat they, they decide to put a Democrat president in, and and so the Democrat wins until the people start getting tired of him, and then they put in a Republican president. Like I say, the most important meeting in the world is going on this weekend. It's the Bilderberg meeting. Go to my site, www.thehollowearthinsider.com. Right now, anytime, I mean, after you listen to Jackal Show, and and get into it. And don't just go there one day and, say, and look at it and say, oh, this doesn't interest me because I put up six to eight new stories every day that cover a broad range of subjects. It just happens. But, Dennis, to, but, but Dennis, okay, I'm going to answer your question. I'm going to answer, answer the question because I mean, the, the, I mean, it's yeah. I did it, answer part of it. If you had a three-point well, system, you'd have less. Here's, a, here's the thing, though. What, what's to stop it, though? I mean, we're talking about okay. you know, you a to, group you, you of individuals. Okay. Well, hold on, hold on. We're talking about a group of individuals, whether it's the Bilderbergers, the Rockefellers, you know, Jay Z, Nas, whoever the hell it is. You know, it's been corrupting the government for hundreds of years, right? for at least 100, 200 years, 300 years since the beginning of the country. Whatever. These people have been the institution that has driven both parties since they've been around now who is not to say that whoever comes up next is just not another you know another group that they created just to fool the masses or another group that does come with legitimate you know good intentions and they don't get corrupted also just like whoever were the original republicans and democrats that came up with a two-party system you know a third party sounds great on paper but what is that not to be you know what is this to stop it from not being corrupted also is my question Okay, I can't ask you about all the uh, other parties and choices you have, but I can ask you about the Libertarians because I was there when they formed the Libertarian Party in 1972, okay? I'm a, a charter member of the Libertarian Party. Now, they've changed a lot of ideas since then, but the main thing is that if you run for office, if you, if you run for any office in the Libertarian Party, you have to write basically a book of what you're going to do while you're in there. And in the Libertarian Charter, if you deviate from anything you said you were going to do in that book, they have a reason to kick you out, even if you're president. So there's an answer for the Libertarian. I can't tell you about everybody else. Well, that still wouldn't really uh, answer the question. Well, it's, it's, it's what you mean. In other words, the Libertarian Party would put the people in charge of the parties, not the big shot money. There would we would get rid of we would make the government. Yeah, but here's the here's why it doesn't answer the question because don't you you you, I'm sure will agree that if they want to sweep something under the rug from the American people, it's not that difficult, and that's where the game becomes fixed. Well, I say if you got another party in there, at least you'd clean up, you know, but. uh, like yeah, I said, you, it sounds you know, nice on. It sounds nice in theory. Anybody, it sounds nice in theory. Anybody can, 
anybody with any sense can see that this two-party system is only one party. I mean, let's face exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. It's only one party. So you tell me what you would do to solve the problem. Honestly, I would get rid of all parties. Okay, good, good. Anybody I'd wants to learn about parties. that way of going can catch a video that's on the Hollow Earth Insider that I posted today. It's Adam Kokesh, who is a, a really patriot guy, who, who did a, a video on what if we didn't have a government. Go watch that. There you go. Sounds like my type of video. No, and look seriously, Dennis. I'd abolish all parties and I'd let the American people really, you know, define how they're governed. And oh start, yeah. Get but here's of, the thing. Here's the thing. College, here's man. the thing. To, get rid of the to, college. Exactly. That's the first place I would start. But here's the thing, Dennis. To do all that, it started from scratch, and that would bring total anarchy on this country. It would bring complete chaos because people won't know how to react, how to you know address their Adam everyday Koresh, lives. Adam Koresh will answer that question for you if you go look at the video. Adam, yeah. Well, I'm going to check that video out later. Again, you can check that video, guys, on the Hollow Earth Insider dot com. Which, by the way, Dennis, you know, you know, moving away from the subject a little bit, and let's uh, segue a little bit because we're you know short in time. We only have about half an hour left, and I want to touch a couple other points with you. Uh, you know, on your website, you know, you do cover a lot of different topics. You do cover ufology and stuff like that. Now, I've recently said on this show that I'm going hard at some ufologists, and I'm going hard at the hoaxers. And I wanted to address this because you've gone, of course, over and over with me on different shows, and we've done you know unraveling the secrets together, Skywatchers Radio. It'll Together. You know, you and I have been co-hosts before, and we've you know been friends for a long time, and we've seen a lot of the stuff that goes on within the world of ufology. And you've seen the website I put up recently, the Ufology Exposed. And I'm like I said, I'm going hard at some of these folks. You know, what are your thoughts on that website and what I'm trying to do with uh, this new mission of mine? I think it's a great idea. You know, I've uh, you know I've been fooled by some of them and followed them, bought their books and stuff over the years. But uh, after a while, you get to you're able to spot the bad guys, but nobody ever addresses the issue. Oh, I don't want to step on his toes because I want him to smile at me when he signs my book when I paid $50 to go to his convention. You know, it's that right. kind of thing. So, exactly. yeah, I'm, I'm all for that. And uh, anybody wants to know about that real good, man, you wrote me a good article over here. Uh, inside the Jackal's Head, hard copy, tired of being lied to by people called themselves UFOlogists. Okay, by the jackal. It's uh, brand new up on the up on the site now. And the boy, you wrote a good article. Let me just for the heck of it, show it for your UFOlogy people. I know you've got a lot because you you're well known in the field and have been for years. But just real quick, show you some of the stuff that that I've read in the last few days on that part of the, the newsletter. Retro October seventeenth, twenty twelve. Government releases more declassified flying saucer documents. Well, they released them, but they just now were put up uh, in full, I don't know, several hundred pages on the Internet, so I gave you a link to that. Deathbed confession of high-top government agent. UFOs, aliens, Roswell, Eisenhower, bleep briefing. This is a guy that knows, and he's never talked before, and he's laying on his deathbed, and he says he wants to get all this out. So, And it's a, a video. Citizens UFO disclosure hearings. Now, if you if you go over to my site and put on my search and for the citizen UFO disclosure, you'll get enough stuff to read for the and movies, videos to watch. Because I followed the hearings uh, on here as best I could, and I put up a lot of other stuff about it. My search bar is uh, anytime you search for one subject, you'll get all the stories. Uh, what do you think about getting around on my site, Rick? Uh, 
Rick. You called me Rick. <laughs> oh, well. How at, dare at one, you? At one time, we were all connected <laughs> to the hip, but somebody sawed off, you know? <laughs> you know, yeah, how the hell that happened? <laughs> anyway, uh, what, what do you think? Uh, yeah, you made me forget what I was going to say. <laughs> That ain't right. <laughs> the, see, Rick's hey, has an hey, effect on you. Before we move away from that, I want everybody that's uh, a fan of of, of uh, the jackal. Uh, I want that person to knock. <laughs> I'm joking. Send all your hate mail to Rick Osmond. and read the jackal's head. Uh, tired of being lied to by people yes. calling themselves UFOs. Fabulous, fabulous uh, article. And it tells you, you what he's planning on doing and gets you all ready for it. So there's your only ad I'm going to do for you, okay? <laughs> I'm gonna, I, I, you know what? I'm going to clip that out and I might use it in the future. And <laughs> for anybody who wants to look at the website, you can go to ufologyexposed.blogspot.com. That's the URL, ufologyexposed.blogspot.com. And, look, this website is just to go ahead and put it out there because there's been a lot of people conned over the last 50 years, Dennis, and you know this for a oh, fact. Yeah. You've you've been around ever you know ever since the Robert Morning Skies of the world hey, came hey, out. Hey, everybody except the Eisenhower lady. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. She's the biggest hey, fraud I was reading. I was reading an article. You know, everything I put up on my site, the videos, articles, everything – I, w- I watch or read because I don't want something at the end to come out which I don't even believe in, you know. I mean, there is a way to control press. That's on it. But uh, anyway, so I read this article, that I, and, I, and, I, and I read it. It's a UFO article. And as I get further into it, I'm going, wow, this is pretty good. I, I think I'll put this up on the site. And the next slide I get is one of my sources, was I'm not going to say her first name, uh, Eisenhower. And I, and I crack <laughs> up, man. I, I said, buddy, you just you don't get on the Hollywood. See, and this is how you can tell who the fakes are. And see, I'm not ashamed or, or scared or you know unwilling to mention names. This is the whole point of going harder at these people and exposing the liars. And yeah, I will mention names. Uh, you know, and I know who Dennis is talking about. And everybody who's on this website, ufologyexposed.blogspot.com, is going to be named because they are hoaxers. And you know what? If if I'm lying, if you can prove that you're telling the truth, hey, I'll take it. Come on, take me to court. Exactly. Exactly. Because I'm not afraid of any of these cats because they're all liars. You know, it's look, a lot of these people have been debunked, Dennis, and if you guys go on there and you'll check out some of the, the stuff on there, like Sitchin is wrong. Zachariah Sitchin, who is dead, you know, he's dead, and I'm not trying to pick on a dead guy. I know some people are like, whoa, Jackal, you know, you, you know, he can't answer uh, for, you know, any of these accusations. Yeah, he, already had, he already answered what he wrote in the books. So all you got to do exactly. is go through the books. If he's dead, that's no problem. Exactly. And you know what? I'm not the only one who's Point, you know, putting it out there before I even got on the anti Zachariah Sitchin bandwagon. You know, Michael, Dr. Michael Heiser has been going at this man before he even died, challenged him on, on coast to coast with Art Bell for once, uh, or maybe it was George Snowy, I, I can never tell, but it was one or the other. But he challenged this, you know, Zachariah Sitchin to go on air and really debate him on the facts, and Zachariah would never do it. And, you know, Dr. Michael Heiser has done his fair share of work. If you guys go to Sitchin was wrong, you'll understand. Sitchin was wrong.com. You'll understand exactly I why he been, was a liar. Yeah, I've been there. It's a good site. It's a great site. Look, ancient, fact, ancient it's, aliens. It's, it's the site that changed my mind. Yeah. Okay. You know what? 
his research, you know, a year and a half ago, I got into Dr. Michael Heiser's research, and really his research, and I slowly have been coming to the realization that, man, you know, the whole uh, Planet X thing was a big load of crap. Yep. yep. <laughs> Anunnaki, nope, big load of crap. Nibiru? Yep. Big load of crap, all made up, and that's you know. And, and look, we all believed that at one point. Who, whoever started listening to RPL a long time ago and heard, uh, you know, Zachariah Sitchin and heard them talk about. Oh Nibiru, yeah, we all wanted to believe because it's it's fantasy and it's really neat in school. Well, so well, we you all know, kind he of had he it. had, and I'm putting in a parenthesis credentials. I'm talking about but before people started looking into it, and right. and he had credentials, and he he came across as a very intelligent. Bad, and he, he he presented himself as he did his research really good. So why couldn't we not like him back in the early right. days he started? You know, hell, he, he he got a lot of money out of me. I bought all thirteen of his books. No, you know, you know, <laughs> man. Sorry about that, Dennis. Say my condolences. But you yeah, know what's I'll crazy? Nah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't <laughs> even buy that for a dollar. Huh? Movie <laughs> reference. Where's that from? But look, check this out. Honestly. One thing that I think sold him to the entire American public was some of the videos he did uh, where he actually went to NASA and they were talking about the extra planet that might be out there. Because even NASA said, yeah, there could be another planet out there. But no crap. There's a lot of other planets out there. We've been finding stuff all the time. Yeah, there's a 12th, a 13th, a 14th, a 15th, a 8th. There's probably you know so many planets that we have not even looked at or discovered because guess what? We're still learning how to see further into outer space and the further we can actually see the more stuff we're going to find that's just uh, the nature of the beast you know we got to deal with that doesn't mean that you know zachariah look i can say whenever we're going to discover another planet with life does that make me uh nostradamus when it happens it could be in a hundred years i think i'm gonna look back and say man that jackal he predicted it we found life on another planet oh man he was a good one he was a psychic <laughs> you know i i i i often Almost got into the trap when I'm writing and predicting something, but I, but I I realized one thing. Anybody that predicts something is heading for disaster. If the prediction yeah. comes through, it's all over with. If it don't come through, you're going to be ridiculed. So what's the use of predicting anything, even if you know? <laughs> you know, but hey, look, and one thing that I would say in in Zachariah's defense, he never made that prediction. No, he never. That, did. Plan, that Planet X was coming around and killing us all. And on 2012, he, he he honestly and honestly he did say several times that he didn't think there was anything to that, but then he did believe there was another planet out there in Nibiru, and then he made up everything else. But still, you know his simple you know idea that he you know the, what he created that story Dennis uh, that he created sparked so much imagination that people started making those predictions and then you know doomsdayers went crazy for the last 10 years talking about oh 2012 man nah, you know, Nike, Planet they X man they're going to kill us all man it was like 1999 all over again we're computers man they're going to have that rollover on oh, the clock yeah, and we're yeah, doomed yeah. You know, <laughs> computers can't figure out and go from 99 to 2000 we're dead man people actually believe this crap that we're going to die because the computers couldn't roll over from 1999 <laughs> to 2000. And this is the kind of crap that, you know, people believe in this well, country. And this is the That's same a- thing with 2012. But see, this one story, this one fabrication by this one man sparked that entire mess. And it's been done several times. Like I said, Robert Morning Sky has done it. Eric Von Daniken legendary for creating crap and, and just stirring people's imagination and and this has become an epidemic in ufology and this is why Dennis and I've said it on other shows and I'll say it here again it's why nobody takes it serious and everybody laughs whenever they say the subject ufology and I think every one of these cats to be honest with you every one of them are in it 
because they're planted there to make it this way. See oh yeah, oh yeah, of course. Yeah, we, you know, I've written about some of them. You know, uh, maybe not the same ones you have, but uh, the older generation. Back, in, you know, you know, I've been writing on this stuff for about twenty five years, and I, you know, I've written on written on some of these guys, that, uh, you know, trying to fool people, but uh, or did fool people, but uh, you know, I know we're getting short. You got other things to do, I know, so we can't talk right up to the minute. So I just wanted to get into one other thing, okay? Like I said, you know, what I do is I find news uh, that's right up to date about all these different subjects, and then I, I, you know, I, I put what I feel that they're not really getting the coverage that I that I put it up, and and I I spend all my time searching. And uh, one of the things I've been following since it started is the uh, the legalization of marijuana, which ah uh, uh, my favorite it, topic. Yeah, it's happening uh, really quick, and I don't know. What everybody knows, because you know, most of the stuff never makes the uh, news, or they put it on one time at three o'clock in the morning. But uh, two weeks ago, or two days ago, there was a meeting in in Seattle, and it was be- between, uh, and I can't say the guy's name, but it was between uh, the one of the uh, CEOs of Microsoft and President uh, Fox, ex-President Fox of Mexico. And what they were doing is they were holding a press conference because. This man from Microsoft, he is going to become the Bill Gates of hemp. He's already started buying up uh, uh, the pharmacies. That's what pharmacy. I wanted to be. <laughs> well, you better jump out there. But you, don't got, you don't have the money yet. But anyway. No, that's true. I wish I did. What, what they're doing, he's doing, is he's, built, he's making the first brand name, and he's going, he says it's going to become like McDonald's and... Starbucks, and they're going to put up pharmacies and retail outlets all over the world. Okay, uh, the the president of Mexico was there with him because uh, he wanted to come and see what was going on. And afterwards, he said he's very excited, and he's going back to Mexico and start working on getting Mexico to legalize marijuana because he says that's the cause of all the troubles on the border is the fact that marijuana is illegal. Yep. Oh, I've been so, saying that for so, years. That's a hundred percent accurate. Yeah, right. It is. So, so uh, uh, you know, these things are going on. Uh, Colorado, they just uh, they, of course, they passed for full legalization, and they uh, uh, they uh, well, oh, they just came out with the rules and stuff. And you can find that on my site too. You can go to Border Wars, Drug Wars, and Pot, and look at stories all the way back to whatever we were having people real big problems with the border. All the way up till how it started getting legal, and, 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 you, and you'll follow it all the way to it becomes legal. But here's something that's that's interesting. That even you know, I've been following this marijuana. You know, I started smoking in uh, in uh, 1961 in the Panama Canal, and I said, "Wow, I love this," and I've been loving it ever since. But uh, <laughs> but but one thing, and, and I've been uh, following the, the 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 pot conspiracy as it's called or the marijuana conspiracy which it is a conspiracy we have to do that in another show you know that it'll yep. take forever but they can find out all the information on my site there's even somewhere on there there's a, a you can click and get a a a free copy or internet copy of the emperor wears no clothes which is the hip bible which by the way yes. you put up a nice little a story on that yesterday what was that you, you put up on that what was that yeah, it was a, a video uh, by good friends of mine, Thin C and uh, Lazybone from Bone Thugs and Harmony and Mo Thug Records, uh, where they were actually promoting 
The Emperor Wears No Clothes uh, by Jack Herrer. And uh, it's a great book. I mean, if you guys, if anybody wants to know about the entire hemp movement, uh, that's the, the one book to read. Yeah, that's it, buddy. That is yep. the Bible, I call it. That's the Bible, yeah, it is. Uh, that man worked no hard. Clothes. That man worked hard and hard and, and, mm-hmm. and hard times. And, and unfortunately, he just died just recently before he got to see all this. So, you know, uh, more power to him. He's the guy that yep. started the whole movement. Uh, anyway. He so, was the, the, he was, you could call him the hemp Jesus. That's right. That's why yeah. I call his book the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> he even had a beard like Jesus, and he was probably a Jew. I think was he, he was cool, man. That little that little clip you put up of him. Under, of course, of course, we have a, a lot of stuff on, on that mm. Jack Hemp and all, and you can find it if you go read uh, Jackal's story, or I mean, the one he put up. But anyway, that. Uh, uh, he, that that little clip he put up there was great, man. He just shot that other lady down. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> and, and he could talk fast and be clear, couldn't he? I like that. Yeah. He was definitely uh, he, good. He, anyway, he, he definitely so, was an important man in the movement, that's for damn sure. Right. So uh, at my site, Border Wars, Drug Wars, and Pot Prohibition, com is one of the categories. And if you want to get in and follow the, the pot wars that they're not telling you about, uh, like I said, uh, uh, they've been arresting people in Washington. They've oh, the eighth, which is next. Did I did I tell, say anything about the eighth? I don't think I did. No, you haven't. The eighth, which is next Saturday, they're right. going to have a uh, smoking with the shroom press. Nice on the north side of the White House. Okay, nice. and it's going to start about three thirty, and everybody's going to light up at four twenty. Okay. Nice. And I will be running it live on the Hollow Earth Insider, okay? So uh, any 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 uh, protest, the Occupy movement, all of them, I run them live. The Bilderbergs, uh, I'll be running it live this weekend, too. And so, you know, if you want to know what's going on in the protest world, they don't tell us. Did, does anybody out there in this audience, unless I've already told them, do they know that two weeks ago we had, we had over, uh, we had, we had, I, I think it's 200,000 people marching across the world in uh, every major city in, in, in Europe and in 150 cities here in the United States. They had a huge protest against Monsanto. And uh, because Monsanto just got a, 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 a sweetheart deal with the uh, uh, Obama just signed it, uh, that they are going to become in charge of all our food and seeds, and they're even going to have the right to tell us which seeds we can plant. They're the ones that have been genetically uh, changing our food. So when the word got out all over the world, all these people protested in the street, and yet, you know, you didn't see it on any of the channels, you know, none of them. None of them. And I'm all. talking, you know, what a protest. But anyway, they can follow it if they go to my, uh, my site and put in the... Uh, Monsanto or whatever, so that's that's the kind of stuff we're following. Stuff that the Main Street doesn't follow. That's more important than uh, than who uh, shacked up with who last week and uh, who's divorcing who so they can marry who. You know. Oh, I tell you what. If it's anything about who, it has to be about Doctor Who. Oh yeah, <laughs> plug that, plug that. I brought it up by accident. What a segue. I'm so there smart. You go. <laughs> 
Uh, Dennis, man, I love having you on the show. You got to definitely come around more often, man. We have to have you on here at least once a month. Can you promise me to at least come around once a month on the show and share with us? Look, I look, I'm as street as it comes. The as only, anybody who the knows only the show. people I make promises to are women. Okay, sorry. Well. <laughs> can you can you oblige my audience with your presence? Because look, I, I like, will, uh, like I, I was saying, like, I, I'm, I, I'm a street, I'm a street as they come, Dennis, and I love having you on the show. And I'll tell you what, uh, anybody who thinks you're a racist is an idiot because I know you <laughs> extremely well. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, it didn't really make me mad. I've been called that before. You know, back when I was researching the Hollow Earth, I used to get hate mail, phone calls. About being a, a, a skin nose Nazi, a skinhead Nazi, because the uh, Adolf, uh, Adolf Hitler believed in the Hollow Earth, and actually, all of World he War did. II was yeah. based on the Hollow Earth. You know? Yes, but that's another story too. That's another story, which we will cover next time you're on the show. If uh, people want to, you know, hear about that. If you do want to hear about that, then you know what? Go to the Hollow Earth Insider. Check out the podcast that we're going to post up on there, which is the same one we're going to post on jackalshead.com. And leave a comment. Yeah, leave a comment on there. Request that next time, guys, I want to hear about that. And we'll talk about that next time. Dennis, I love having you on, my friend. Thank you so much for spending your time here with me on Inside the Jackal's Head. Been a pleasure. Been a pleasure. And, you know, I'm not promising everybody, but yeah, I'll come back as I should by a regular idiot or whatever you want me to do. You you come back, you're a voice inside my inside my head forever, so <laughs> you're trapped, my friend. Guys, we're gonna be right back to wrap up the show in a few minutes. This is Inside the Jackal's Head. Keep listening to PSN Radio. And of course, our sister station, Sofro Radio. Said vengeance is his, but I'ma do it first. I'm gonna handle my business in the name of the law. Oh. Now if he made you cry, oh I gotta know. If he's not ready to die, he best prepare for it. My judgment's divine, I'll tell you who you can call. You can call. Here's a What do the California gold rush of the 1850s, secret societies, coded messages, mysterious 19th century flying machines, and an early 20th century outside artist named Charles A.A. Delshaw all have in common? The Secrets of Delshaw by Dennis Crenshaw and Pete Navarro. Go to www.secretsofdelshaw.com to learn more. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's SupermanHomePage.com, the number one Superman fan site in the world. SupermanHomePage.com, covering the world of Superman from the 1930s to today. News, reviews, rumors, and reports. SupermanHomePage.com, for all your Superman comics, TV shows, movies, cartoons, radio shows, and more. Everything you ever wanted to know about the man of steel and more superman homepage.com elizabeth taylor movie legend we lost her too soon gone but not forgotten now you can own an authentic piece of movie history elizabeth taylor's ashes in a small commemorative urn remember remember 
that want you to forget me, please. For just $29.95 plus shipping and handling, we'll send you an ounce of real superstar soot. Elizabeth Taylor, movie legend. You can have a piece of her forever. Command performances leave me quite cold. Call today. Hurry. Quantities are limited. Put a team of professional consultants behind your home or business computer with key information solutions. Providing solutions to your internet and computing needs while keeping you on the cutting edge of technology. Preventative maintenance and networking support. Hardware and custom built computers. Let key information solutions be your personal tech staff for your home or office with affordable hourly, monthly, or annual rates to fit anyone's budget. Call Key Information Solutions now. 954-973-3374. That's 954-973-3374. Or visit keyinformation.com. If you're in the market for a luxury pre-owned vehicle, then stop by Prado Auto Sales located at 7300 Southwest 8th Street in Miami. Prado Auto Sales has been family-owned and operated for two generations, and they've been taking care of South Florida since 1964. They work with every major bank and also have in-house financing available, so everyone is approved. Receive a trip for two to a four-star resort with any vehicle purchase. Prado Auto Sales has over 150 vehicles in stock, so call them today at 888-719-5329. That's 888-719-5329 or online at PradoAutoSales.com. Good luck with that. 4,734 UFO sightings in 2007. Productions by aliens or unknown species reported by American and British citizens. And hundreds more unreported in 2007. Suppressed information about collisions with passenger aircraft and UFOs that has been kept from the public knowledge for years. And only one trusted source of information from some of the top UFO researchers in the world. Exclusive information that cannot be found anywhere else on the planet. Trusted, connected, accurate. The UFOStore.com. Expand your personal library with fast shipping and instant downloadable information from the largest selection of UFO products on the internet by going to theufostore.com or call on the 24-hour, 7-day-a-week order line at 541-523-2630. The truth is out there, and theufostore.com has it. I love that movie too, Django Unchained. I gotta get that stuff on uh, on Blu-ray. It's a great movie. 
Django Unchained. Anyway, guys, uh, we're wrapping up the show here. I want to thank again my guest uh, tonight, Dennis Crenshaw. The HollowEarthInsider.com is the website. Please check that out. Bookmark it. Uh, go there often. I am a columnist there. I do write articles for the website. And uh, we're going to be doing more and more stuff with Dennis here on the show. You know, Dennis is a good friend. I've known him for years. And, uh, you know, he's somebody who I want to incorporate more and more to the show. And I've always wanted to incorporate him more into the show, especially after he left Unraveling the Secrets. But, of course, he had to do uh, the website, and he really wanted to go and concentrate on that. And, uh, you know, that's cool. But now, you know, he's going to be a little bit more engaged with bringing the news on inside the jackal's head. And news that you don't get on CNN or Fox News or any of those other outlets we're going to give you some real stuff this year, and uh, we're going to give you some real info, which you've not been hearing. Uh, like Dennis said, uh, you know, who are the puppeteers? Well, we're going to find out one day by force, I think. Guys, we're going to be back next week. We will be back next week, and we will have another show. Don't know who the guest is yet. Just keep, uh, you know, keep your eyes on Inside the Jackal's Head, the website, or the jackalshead.com, I should say, the jackalshead.com. And uh, I'm sure I'll post some stuff on there. If not, of course, on Facebook, which, again, was hacked this past week. Like I said earlier in the show, it was hacked. And I know exactly who did it. His ass lives in New Jersey. He's a big fat ass, and everybody knows who this is. I even have the picture proof from Facebook. Thanks, Facebook, for uh, hooking me up and giving me the uh, screenshot there. But uh, anyway, I did fix that. But, guys, you can go there, and I'm sure you could... Uh, figure out when my uh, guest will be on and all that stuff. And of course, you can friend me on Facebook. Look for me on The Jackal's Head on Facebook and on Twitter, The Jackal. Uh, I'm all over the place. So just find me, uh, friend me, and follow the show, and you will know who's going to be on. And I will post events and all kinds of stuff. Uh, so, guys, also, please check out The Answer to Movie Troll Insanity coming, uh, coming up this Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern on this same station psn-radio.com and uh, every other show on here please keep listening man we really uh, we really love uh, you know participation and we love having you guys listen to the, the, the network so uh, stay tuned so anyway uh, for my guest tonight and for uh, you know for my sanity I gotta get the hell out of here peace everybody see y'all next time